0: Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Tracy, who is here to speak with us about her recent Practice Corner article in the newsletter. Welcome, Tracy.
1: Thanks, Jen.
0: Thanks for being with us. I'm happy to be here. So I just thought your article was such a beautiful example of what we often talk about, where we just start wherever we are. And that's really what you were describing in your article of sitting down to write the article and just starting exactly where you are. Yes,
1: <laughs> and exactly where I was, um, which was in a place of I don't know, yeah. and the content being an article is I don't know what to say, I don't know what to write, um, has been a a process. That I have become very familiar with,
2: <laughs> and
1: mm-hmm. and so I got to um, to uh, to practice with it in a way where I leaned into some tools
0: mm-hmm. of our practice to assist writing the article. So right there, it's so perfect, isn't it? So I've stepped forward as a steward to say, sure, I'll write an article. So my turn is up. I'll write the article. Sit down to write it. and This really familiar process. Instead of kind yeah, of doing whatever you know you would normally do with that sort of from a um, you know karmic place, you leaned into it and used the practice tools to actually work with it, and then wrote about that. Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. And it was it was interesting because um yeah it's it's like writing about the process of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: seemed very useful um mm-hmm. where when there was thinking about what content to write about mm-hmm. there was that familiar process of i'm gonna have to go oh. to figure it no. out brings yeah. a lot of like kind of like anxiety and kind of going in, mm-hmm. into my mind, like noodling about. And mm-hmm. so it was, and so in that way, it was a
0: really different process as well. So true. And that that word you used is so, it's such a huge clue. Isn't it? I'm going to have to go and figure this out. Truly, literally, I'm going to leave the present moment <laughs> to go try to figure out what to write about. And instead how relaxing it was to just write about the process that was happening right here. Right. Yeah. Which which Jen, you
1: know, was was um it was such a fabulous opportunity because when in life do we really get to write about process
3: yeah. instead yeah.
1: of content? Yeah. And yeah. There's just so much, um, you know, I've been looking at this I don't know process for some time now. And, you know, right on the other side of the I don't know, duality is, uh, you know, very endearing. um, Some personality who's like, I got
4: this. I know.
1: I do
0: know. I know. (laughs) Let's
4: go. I got this. Mm -hmm. And
1: um and, you know, I've, I've just, I, I, I see both. And then when I write mm-hmm. about in this article is if I'm, like, I got guidance, I don't know, about a year and a half ago, um, you know, really pointing towards that orientation of, of figuring it out and really got to see how dominant this this orientation was to, I'm going to figure it out, mm-hmm. I'm going to get it, and then, like, I got it, let's go. And Mm. then once I started letting or getting some space from that, you know, what was left was really that we talk often about the self-hate that is the glue that is keeping Mm. that duality in place, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: is, um, Mm. you know, all that fear of, you know, you're not and you're not going to get it and you're an idiot Mm. and bold, you know, all this other stuff. And what mm-hmm. I write about in that article is, wow, I got to see that. So I'm giving up mm-hmm. figuring it out. <laughs> and I'm like stuck mm-hmm. with, I don't know. And then I <laughs> uh, got, got guidance like just to really in this place just take a, um, basically a sit still break. And mm-hmm. when I got to see all this negation and realizing like, wow, that's like, you know, that's crazy. Um and yeah. and 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 using the tool of, well if I don't want to listen to that, you know, what do I mm-hmm. want to listen to? And yeah. being able to see that choice of, you know, I might not have had that choice, you know, as a um as a Third grader when I became mm-hmm. conscious that I had this voice talking to me and I used to pray that it would go away um, mm. and now I got to like not just pray that it would go away but like oh this is what it is and huh like really not so helpful and 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 what I decided to practice with was really choosing you know I just want to be able to be relaxed and and in a place yeah. of love and yeah so I yeah. started making um, a folder and and you know, guiding myself to uh, experience of relaxation first, and then you know, expanding into um, into more of like an orientation to love from that relaxed place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was really um, yeah. the that was really big because it's like it's you know, as we mm-hmm. you know in practice, like we we really have no control over what happens.
2: <laughs> like, it's going
1: to be mm-hmm. luck. Yep. And, and, yep. and yet, you know, seeing through what happens habitually and seeing like, oh, that choice point is, um, is if I'm not going to go into that figuring it out place.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And...
1: I'm left with listening to um something that's really not helpful, you know, what would exactly. be helpful and, and that's to be just
0: oh, can we just like relax with what is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so much in it, Tracy. There's so much. And I'm really I know that was a, a strong theme in the article was that place of really going to that pause, that that stillness, that, you know, basically interrupting the conversation's ability to dominate the attention. And I think you talked at one point about how much resistance of course ego has to that. And and as you say, you know, okay, so I see that I'm doing this well, I don't know what I to write what to write process. And so what do I want? So really looking to see what do I want my attention on and then giving yourself all these fabulous ways to practice having your attention, giving yourself the space, those pauses, making recordings to do that. And then you're recording about that, so you're actually putting the attention where you do want it to be. Yeah,
1: yeah, Jen, and you know it doesn't stop. <laughs> I you yeah. know I did it before. I did it before this call. Like I could see this uh-huh. exact process. I don't,
0: I don't know what to say.
1: I don't know what people are going to want to hear. And then yeah. like, oh. It. it's going to be this and then be like well wow. it's you know and, and you know and then, then the self-hate keep people you're you're going to be an idiot and they're going to kick you out of practice when they hear you don't know what you're talking about i was like well <laughs> we don't want that <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: okay oh Let's it's relax. so good yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> essentially what's that say that again
1: I says, and we said, I might be recording
0: let relax. It's smile, yeah, You're exactly. going to <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This is Sangha. You know, we're all on the same team. And we really <laughs> could, you know, open that up, right? I mean, all of life is, you know, working for our salvation, right, with us. And so I love your point that, yes, you know, this was a huge breakthrough for you, it sounds like, and you really, you know, you found something that really worked. Well, that doesn't mean the voice is going to quit. And, oh, okay, well, we won't do that to her anymore. <laughs> but everywhere it thinks it can get us, it's, it's going to keep doing that to you. And so then that's perfect. Great. There's my next opportunity to train, to turn on that recording. Just go to that relaxation. Go to that love. Yeah,
1: Janet, it's so interesting. I love how you said there's my next place to train. You know, like this evening, talking to you is an enjoyable thing that I look forward mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And noticing it then, and like this past year, um, twenty twenty, was like a huge. There were so many content, like really big things that that arose that were really challenging, mm-hmm. and and just about every content, content, you know, career, yeah. you know, car yeah. accident, death. I mean, it was just, and and mm-hmm. I and I, you know, got to practice with that. Of like, wow, yes. and it's really challenging. Can I just relax okay what what yeah. what is also here? and yeah. it was just extraordinary to see mm. what was there mm. beyond anything the mind could have mm. taken really in and mm. and then it's interesting now that things are quote unquote you know going better or <laughs> going you know and it's like, boy, well, here's another opportunity. Like, you know, right. wow, work is getting busier now and there's mm-hmm. more energy and and so it's like, Oh yeah, that too. It's like it doesn't yeah. stop. <laughs> it's That's like,
0: right. That's exactly it, it, it.
1: doesn't yeah. matter, you know, yeah. challenging or exciting or
0: yeah. um it's the same Yeah, well and energy. and you know, just as we I see it is at the top of the hour, Tracy, but just to to underline what you're saying and to say that's the gift of sangha because then there's someone you know you've had this really challenging year it's put you up against a lot you've been practicing with all that and through that you've seen this really big thing in your practice you then have accepted the invitation to write a practice corner article you sit down to do it you see those those suffering processes at play you practice with them and then you write about it and it's one of those like there we each get to read that article and see how that applies to our own practice so it's just it's such a win-win all the way around oh it's it's such a win-win it's such a
1: yeah and without sangha and without each other oh. and um it's, <laughs> <laughs> no chance No, so it's, yeah. i know it's it like when that word is like <laughs> Uh, you know whatever it has to say it's like yeah. oh my gosh it's like we all need each other to express just that to realize Absolutely. that we're yeah. all the same and we're all in it together
0: yeah exactly exactly. and thank you for expressing it in the article and for being here with us today to talk about it
1: thanks Jen thanks for the opportunity
0: alright take care Tracy go happy bye 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 And Michael, we'll turn the show over to you.
5: Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And thank you, Tracy. Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air. And good afternoon, Ashwini. Hey, Michael. It's just so relaxing to realize that I can just show up and I don't need to have anything prepared or anything brilliant to say. And uh, that conversation reminded me of that.
4: Yeah. Oh, and, and that's just so beautifully summarized, right, Michael, that you really, we, we really sit to um, ask the question what we want and then choose that, and it's so unrelated to the content of what conditioning is talking to us about.
5: Mm. Yes. We
4: don't have to figure the content out, and we certainly don't have to go to that process that makes us feel dissatisfied, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uh, Whatever it is that, that 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 listening to conditioning makes us feel, or trying to figure something out within conditioning makes us experience, and just go to the the relaxation if that's what I really want to experience.
5: Yes, yes, and as you were talking, I could see how relaxing it is. Uh, you know, when someone else does that, and I'm in the presence of another person who's, you know, doesn't have anything prepared and is fine with that. And uh, it just feels very contagious, that kind of presence and relaxation.
4: It's very generous, right? Because it gives Mm -hmm. you permission.
5: Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Wonderful. And I have announcements here.
4: Oh, wonderful. I know we've got some fun things on the schedule coming up.
5: Uh, Yes, we do. And some new ones also. So bring conscious, compassionate awareness to your Saturday tasks or any project you choose at our at-home working meditation retreat this Saturday, May 29th. Projects are a lot more enjoyable when we do them with Sangha. So join us for a day of fun and awareness. Conditioned mind is constantly framing what we can and cannot see. As awareness practitioners, we need a mirror, a framework that will assist us in seeing what we don't know we're missing. Join Sherry and Ashwini for What We Don't See, a series of three Sunday morning workshops to look at what obscures seeing beyond the veils of conditioned limitations. The workshop series will run June 13th, 20th, and 27th. And what I what I love about that, that concept is that I don't know what I don't know. I, I can't see <laughs> what I can't see. So by definition, yeah, it's fabulous.
4: Yeah. And just to keep that in awareness is interesting, right? Because yes. Because when somebody, somebody mirrors, mirrors me or something that strikes, you know, pierces that level of awareness or I know what the process is like Tracy was talking about of I don't know, it's a clue to the process I'm in that I may not be aware of, and therefore I can bring awareness to it. It's just marvelous.
5: It is marvelous. It is marvelous.
4: And and, and Michael, I just want to point out that the it's not one. It's not like a it, the 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 workshop is going to be done over three. Uh, three days, three Sundays, over three weeks. So when you sign up for this offering, you're signing up for three Sunday workshops, just in case that wasn't clear.
5: Got it. Okay. So when you're signing up, you're signing up for the whole series, all three workshops? That's correct. Got it. If we acknowledge our Buddha nature, we can live in Gasho with the Buddha nature of all life. A new group coaching offering a Journey to Zero Waste will explore bringing conscious awareness to our habitual orientation towards stuff and invite us to realize that we are life, complete, fulfilled, and whole. The four-week virtual class will meet Mondays starting June 14th. And yeah, I know you-
4: that that's filling up pretty quickly, so there are a few spots left if you want to be part of that coaching
5: great wonderful thanks for that reminder and a few reminders for today's show if you'd like to talk with ashwini you can press star six and then one to make a show and get in the queue and a conversation on one topic please and about five minutes would be great okay i think we are ready here ashwini wonderful First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself?
3: Hi, Michael. Hi, Ashwini. This is Christina in Southern California.
5: Hi, Christina. Hey,
6: Christina.
3: Hi. Hi. Um, so I've been practicing with, I, I forget what we called it at the beginning of the year, but we, um, we had some kind of mantra that we came to that was going to help guide us throughout the year the
4: motto right yes
3: (laughs) mine's not really a
4: motto you know we've come up with so many ways to talk about what we do they all run into each other
3: (laughs) right and I have to say that maybe a motto isn't exactly what I came up with it's probably more like a mantra but with that um, Mm -hmm. I just took it from Hafiz's poem um, and it's the, the last two lines, which is, Beloved, what love mischief shall we do for the world today? And it is, it is, it's just beautiful. I just love, I love that entire poem. And um, I like those particular lines because for many, many years, I wake up often in conditioning and, um, you know, and depressed would be too strong of a word, but definitely um, unhappy, <laughs> And um, and so this is just that beautiful way to get outside of that conversation and look you know, to life and look to to that which animates for the 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 guidance and the you know just to stoke the memory of this is where we are and um, yeah love and mischief are not conditioned mind ones <laughs> right.
4: no not in the slightest. That's right, and that's why it's, it's almost the, the very words, the very line gets us out of that place that conditioning gets us into, right? Because they don't exist in that other
3: realm. Exactly. And love and mischief yeah. are so great because love is so powerful, and then mischief has this lightness and humor mm-hmm. embedded in it, and it's just, it's yeah, it's lovely. And... um
4: and, and so, I am project too, right? Sorry, go ahead.
3: No, 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 please. I want well, to hear Well, I'm just going to say,
4: the other part of that is the togetherness, right? Because part of that conditioned place that's so mm. awful is it's all up to me and this is what I've got to get done. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Right. Yes, no, it's a story of I can't and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. da, 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 da. Yeah. you are exactly yeah. right. And so this is, oh, that's right, I have my friend. <laughs>
2: right. yes. Um, yes.
3: We've, we've got this going on. <laughs> it's yeah. a very good friend to have and um and so it's uh so so anyhow what what's been coming up throughout this year is there's been this real um and I have to say it's somewhat lighthearted and it's starting to get a little heavier sort of inspection on service and how I serve and what I do uh, for a living and what I want to be doing with my time. And just one of those like inquiries that's getting kind of um, overrun by conditioning. And um, and I just thought I would call in because something came up for me this morning. So I've had a lot of resistance working through some projects at work and my, my job is about to really take a shift that I'm not happy about. And um, and so I uh, well so I had all this resistance and something dropped in after meditation this morning, which was, um, what if I just accept resistance as like this part of my life that's always been here, <laughs> and it probably will always be here, and can I imagine a life where, you know, I'm still happy and fulfilled and capable and all those things that um you know I'm quote unquote seeking that the resistance is, is supposedly keeping me from. And it was just kind of that place of, wow, I I can I can make love mischief. I mean I you know, I can do love mischief and and have resistance in my life at the same mm. time. And I don't yes. know where this gets me in this, like, larger – or maybe it's a smaller inquiry that I'm having around the work
4: and the service
3: and all of that, but it did seem to speak to it, and so I just thought I'd call in. Well,
4: so much – oh, yes, because there's so much to unpack in that, right, Christina, because there's a – there's a uh, so there's this orientation that you're practicing, right, that I I don't want to be in this conditioned world, I'm choosing the world of love mischief and being and friendship right so there there's mm-hmm. a there's a content element of the quality of those worlds but there but the process is what what you're focused on what do I want to choose so there's a willingness to choose together to, for life to inform you to this friend to tell you how we can play how we can. Uh, live how can we, how we could do mischief? How we be delighted in the process right oh, yeah. and so mm-hmm. then that that is really the 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 meta choice we could say for all the content that is coming up for you, so then you apply that practice to the content of your life, and it's interesting, right? So you're sitting in meditation, something heavy that's starting to come there's a content there's this job, you're not happy of the direction it's going, you notice the resistance, you meditate. And what what the friend drops in is, okay, how about accepting resistance? Couldn't you be doing love mischief in your life, even if there is resistance? And it totally speaks to it, because uh, the friend never solves anything on the constant level. Right. <laughs> okay, come over here, and if we're together doing love mischief, the content will just resolve itself because there's no content resolution.
1: Right. Right? Well, oh, that's, that's so
4: beautiful. what I heard you say. Yeah, yeah? no, and, right? it's, and, and I so, love so how I, you stated it. Yeah.
2: yeah well, you unpacked no, all the
4: stuff it, around it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, because the unconditional is what's being offered. Love, mischief, and togetherness mm-hmm. and friendship is available to you regardless of regardless. the content of your life. Because mm-hmm. together, we can bring the love mischief to the content of whatever it is, whether it's the unhappiness around the job or the resistance.
5: It's yeah, not and that you that... have
4: to fix the resistance and the job in order to have mischief and love, which is the, which is the other world, right? That's where you do X and you get Y. Whereas mm-hmm. in, the, in the world mm-hmm. of, of the friend, uh, friendship, love, and mis- mischief are guaranteed as what you will use to work through whatever the content is. So it's so true. You can have resistance, and the friend and you will be doing love mischief as you unpack the resistance. Did I lose you, Christina?
3: No, no, I'm here. Yeah, that last bit... um... I can see that's where the sticking is, you know. It's almost like I want them to be on parallel tracks, even though I know that's not, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want them to be on parallel tracks because it's... Say a little really... bit more about that. What do you mean? Um. Well, it's almost like it got packaged, you know, in this way of the resistance can just be, and and I can still resist, and that doesn't, um, it doesn't have to mean anything because all the stories around that are trying to get me to resist aren't real. I but well, Okay, um,
4: well, no, no, no. So, so basically what, what, what dropped in in meditation is you could be with the resistance. It doesn't mean anything about you. You don't have to do anything about it, right? There is, there is yeah. the resistance. But another way of framing it, that sort of what I was pointing to is the resistance the, the, the only thing that wants to keep the resistance in place is ego. So you can be in an expanded process of being with that resistance, being with ego resisting.
0: Right.
4: It's not, right. it's not that there's an acceptance of it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, we, we say this all the time. If you want, if, if, if you don't accept the resistance, you're in resistance.
2: Because you're right. resisting, I'm resisting resistance. <laughs> so
4: exactly. There's, so there's a surrender to it, which is is such an that's the intelligence of of life, right? You you could if you were in, a, attempt to engage with this resistance in any way, then you've not shifted the, from the process of resistance to the process of love mischief.
2: Yeah.
4: So acceptance yeah. is the key.
3: Right. Yeah, I'm going to listen to this over again too because I feel like I I i couldn't i couldn't hear everything you said but i i 'm pretty sure i I've received it <laughs> and i and I yeah. want to say just one more thing really quickly around this, and that is some time ago I talked to you about um, a huge amount of resistance in writing and really fiction writing you know storytelling, and that um once I got over the piece of it, had, like I wasn't supposed to do it because it's a waste of time, like all the same things that come mm-hmm. up around, all kinds of things that I resist, um, it just like unlocked it for me to be, you know, an example of love mischief that doesn't serve, I mean, it doesn't quote unquote serve any purpose in conditioning mm-hmm. mine. And so it's mm-hmm. that process that I'm really trying to um, like hold my hand through, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: And, well, that's beautiful yeah. because there's such an awareness yeah. of that, right? So what 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 we what um, what we're so endowed with, right, Christina is intelligence, and we're learning all the time. So here was another process where there was tremendous resistance, and you were able to, you know, talk about it, look at it, you know, yeah, you're allowed to you're allowed to do this, right? And there's a way in which something was unlocked for you in that process, and so. Can you bring that learning to this process as well, where you don't resist it? Whatever it is, it gets unlocked for you because you're in that uh, acceptance of the resistance and open to the revelation.
3: Right. Uh, yeah, I can. I can see how this is going to have huge ramifications on that particular content that I'm looking at. So,
6: thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And and. and you know, one other thing about the framework, right, uh, Krishna, I mean, we're spiritual people for a certain reason, and it's and I'm sure this is your experience, it's just as you described it as however you um, encounter the resistance, whether it's an acceptance or, you know, you get identified with it or whatever else, what we realize that is is on the other side of that resistance is, the, is another encounter with the unconditional
3: yeah yes yeah
4: and so it if, if you so it's love mischief to love mischief with a barrier to love in between,
3: wow, yeah, and that's exactly the experience that I had with the writing piece, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to to be in that has been really it's been healing in a lot of ways, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's and somehow
4: that. the other we know from our experience, the ego has to drop, and so in that, in when that uh, the chicken, that chicken pecking on one side—I mean, the little chick pecking on one side and the mother hen on the other side—there is a barrier mm. in, that needs to be moved through before they, before they, the love can happen, right? And so, yeah, that gives us the motivation or the willingness to. <laughs> um, Except the encounter is inevitable, which is another way of saying that the resistance is acceptable.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, there's. And so that's much it. You much. don't do
4: anything more about it, just that, right? Right. That's, the, that's another really hard piece of it. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but uh, here's what what what's beautiful about the whole thing for me is your intuitive that that friend is guiding you through the process, right? So you got that piece of uh, guidance after meditation. You've called the show, more. We've talked mm-hmm. a little bit more about it. There's connections being made, so you can absolutely trust that you're being guided through this process.
3: Yeah. Yes, I can. Well, thank you very much.
4: Thanks, Christina.
5: Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us, Christina. And uh, Ashwini, uh, two things dropped in for me around that that fabulous conversation. Um, One, which you talked about, was not resisting the resistance. And uh, I, I picture sort of accepting the resistance or drawing a bigger circle around the resistance. And how how powerful that is as a skill um, and the second piece I love that bit about the love mischief and writing a book and how that's a, a waste of time it's to conditioning it's a waste of time and uh, and, and yet it it opens up everything. It's just mm-hmm. brilliant yes,
4: mm-hmm. yes it, it completely does. I mean what could be? I mean, it's a very interesting thing that ego would say, being alive is a waste of time. Expressing life is a waste (laughs) of time.
1: (laughs) Yes.
5: Yes. Great. And we have another caller here.
3: Okay.
5: Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Next caller, are you there?
2: No
4: I do. What's the color there? This is red. All I'm
5: hearing is a lot of wind. I got it. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Let me find next caller here. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please? Oh, and that person just disappeared. Okay. Let's get to the next one here. Moving right along. The next call, uh, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself?
7: Hello. Uh, Michael and Ashwini, this is Kim calling from Vashon. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Um, wow. So I'm looking at a piece of karma, I think. Um, around being terrified of um, medical appointments, mm-hmm. and They're I went through of this. medical appointments. Yeah, uh-huh. well, I, go ahead. It's it, it's kind of been an evolution because when I was younger, I wasn't terrified of medical appointments per se. I mean, my dad was a doctor, and so you know it was kind of a commonplace occurrence, and then. Um, and I was young and I was really healthy and then I had a kind of a big traumatic thing happen, a big um, illness that I had to go through, you know, like a year of treatment and the whole thing. And so after that happened, I feel now that every time something comes up, I, I get terrified. I'm tra- I feel like I was traumatized.
4: So, can you say a little bit more about terrified? Does that mean that you hear a lot of voices that are telling you what's going to happen, and you believe it? Is that what terrified means?
7: Terrified is it's it's yes, it's definitely voices. It's always worst case scenario. It's you know mm-hmm. it's it's you're gonna die. You're gonna have to go through these terrible things. And and so I ha- okay. So yesterday I had an appointment. For something that I wasn't, I didn't know what it was. I had an illness, and or I had, a, a, I had a symptom, and and so I started using some awareness practice around it. Finally, I was Good like, for you." I started recording yes. and listening, and I was like, "You know, Good for you. what would happen if I just decided not to be terrified? Because I know that ego, that fear is always ego, and like I can make that equation in my." In my, you know, my words, but it—I don't always—I'm not there yet with believing it. It's like, yeah, fear is ego, but it still gets me. I still am taken oh. away by fear. Yes.
4: Well, you know, ego can say fear is ego very, very nicely whenever it wants to. <laughs> yes,
7: ego is saying that fear is ego exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
4: that, it's you're so right, right? Till we pick up the recorder and start to talk from that feeling of. Being the object of those voices, we're not actually having an experience, and so you drop from your from conditioned mind to the experience I'm having. I'm being tortured by these voices. I'm I'm feeling sensations of, and now you're facing your experience rather than being talked to about
7: what you should feel. Exactly, and and I felt a little shift. There was a little Mm -hmm. magnificent shift that happened where I went to this appointment and of course my blood pressure was through the roof and because I was (laughs) because I was afraid but but I was also with I was the mentor was there. And the mentor was like somebody said on the show last week that they had survived a hundred percent of their days. (laughs) And I was like even with this (laughs) Yeah.
6: Yes.
4: Well, and Kim, you know, if we really don't take uh, Ego's word for it, we've even flourished for a large part of those days. Yeah, yeah. We've we've enjoyed butterflies and babies and went on long walks and listened to great poetry and played great music and all of that. It's not, that is. To me, that little, that, that, uh, practice success that you just talked about is how we want to live life, right? Not avoiding all of, not in terror of something that a voice in my head is talking to me about, but facing that, seeing through it and actually living my life, which can be, uh, something that there's a, there's a medical diagnosis of some malfunction or, uh, you know, some happy news that you're
7: really, really delighted about. Yeah, yeah, and I think the other, the other technique that kind of came in, that dropped in, was, so okay. There's this one thing that is bothering you, but what isn't bothering you right now? How are your legs? How are your eyes? How's your stomach? How's your? You know, there were a lot of things. I was like, yeah. wow, like ninety-nine percent of me is okay, and the ego wants to focus on this thing. And take me down with it. Like, just take me oh, down.
4: Brilliant. 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 It's just so wonderful when all, all the practice that we do comes up in those life and death situations where ego wants to say, okay, forget the practice tools, listen to me. Right? And mm-hmm. in that terror, it drops in what to use. And that other technique of, wait a second, i I'm, I'm, being, I'm my, my awareness is being manipulated here to a collapsed state where all the attention is on what's wrong. And I actually don't even know what's wrong, but it's about what's wrong or what could be wrong. And mm-hmm. so let me redirect my attention to the expanded awareness of everything that is working. What is working here? So that I'm I'm here for the for my life experience rather than being completely taken over and having an ego experience.
7: Exactly. And then there was a little going to like kind of like Okay, ego. So what if they put me in the hospital today because of this? What's going on with me? All right, all right. What else you got? <laughs> you yeah. know, it was kind of like yeah. facing down yeah. the worst case scenario and just, um, you know, what? Right. I, okay, I, I'm gonna. I, I that's happened. That's happened before. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah, I'm and still I've... here enjoying enjoying butterflies and the you know yeah. and spring and. You know, and so it, there was a little bit of a, there was definitely a shift. And so I just, yeah, um and very asking, happy.
4: I think yeah. I, I want to connect the dots about what you said, right?
7: Please you're do.
4: facing down the only thing we need to face down, which is ego,
2: mm-hmm.
4: right? Because the worst of whatever happens to us is what the voices do to us. There's nothing in life that life can't face. I mean, we have that experience over and over again. As you said, you survived 100% of your life. Right. <laughs> right? So right. the only thing I I am told I can't stand is what the voices tell me that I can't stand. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. We just have to face when we face face what the voice does to me. I'm facing always the worst thing that can happen to me. And when I face it down, I realize from that place that warrior place is not real, right? And I would say that that confidence also comes from the fact that when you went into the appointment, the mentor was there. You were aware of the voices, but the human being was not abandoned. She wasn't abandoned to those voices. And that's the confidence that we have of going through life with that friend. The love mischief is not just in the in the delightful times. The love mischief is also in the painful times. It doesn't feel like love and mischief, but it does feel like I'm not alone. I'm yeah. not alone with what terrifies me. I'm alone. I am with what loves me.
7: Yes. Yeah. With what loves me. And then open and curious to just like the kindness and of of doctors and nurses and people that are working so hard, like, just, and, and grateful to be able to even get to go. Like, that was a shift also. Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, my God, I don't really want to do this. Like, wow, aren't I lucky that I can go see a really good doctor and, you know, not, and whatever, so. And be assisted, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Because ultimately, right, Kim, we're all dying. Mm-hmm. We just refuse to face the fact that we are. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so and it, it and the what we refuse to face is what the voices have to say about their death not about our death. <laughs> so, right. It's, it's 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 at some point we've got to face it, right? Mhm. Mhm.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there yeah. were a lot of voices. It was just it was it was so loud. It was like everything and so yeah. So it felt yeah. I'm I'm just I'm happy to see a slight change a slight shift
4: (laughs) yes Yes. own it and celebrate it right Kim because it is it is truly one of those places where uh there was a shift if if ego tells the story it's not a big deal if you really look at the magnificence of what happened it's a huge deal it's everything
7: yes absolutely and I need to make some more recordings to really kind of to re- to be re- able to remember because i yeah. uh, as much as i don't want it to happen again i know it is going to happen again and there was a tiny piece of me that's like you know what if it happens again it's you know maybe i won't be i'll be different level terrified or maybe not at all who knows you know so like we yeah. say kind of waiting for the next encounter not that i, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I want to go to the doctor again but you know okay so yes yeah. Because it's a practitioner's
4: perspective, right? I'm not here not to, uh, to avoid everything right. in my life. Right. I'm here to be with it and see through everything that I I, I need to see through. And right, there's a there's a, um, a a sense of an experience being what it is in the past, and so being conditioned by that experience and conditioning bringing it into this experience. And there's that place of wait a minute. Uh, Let me look at how to be with it, with the experience. Now, I never know. I don't even know if it's going to happen. Yes. But I'm willing to be here regardless with her, right? Yeah.
7: That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. So, so fun. Thank you. Well, thank thank you, you, Kim. I mean, you just showed us how to do it, right? How to to
4: live every moment, especially when the stakes are within, quote, life and death on a medical level where we can't abandon all our practice and then just hope we survive (laughs) it
7: yeah yeah exactly thank you thank you thank you michael you're
5: you're welcome thanks for joining us kim and uh that was another fabulous conversation ashwini Hmm. and we are going to take a break here and hear from our recording and listening program thank you okay you're welcome
2: Recording and listening is one of the most powerful tools for ending suffering. RL is based on a radical idea that rather than being lost in a conversation and conditioned mind, we can live in a conversation about what's true, what's real, what's arising in life in the moment. With recording and listening, we develop the powerful skill of directing the attention enabling us to access the wisdom, love, and compassion that is our authentic nature. We have a six-week virtual class to train in this amazing tool and experience its benefits. Sangha, who have taken this class, are saying that learning to direct the attention opens up endless possibilities and so often provides clarity and hope. Others report that finding refuge in my own voice and strengthening the awareness of the mentor is both transformative and powerful. Now is a great time to sign up with a recording and listening trainer. This class is perfect for brand new folks and old timers alike. To sign up with an individual trainer, simply email rltrainer at livingcompassion.org. Please check the website for quarterly group classes as well. Experience the joy of presence with the support of recording and listening.
5: Welcome back to Open Air. And Ashwini, we have another caller here. Great.
4: Right.
5: Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself?
6: Hi, this is Jessica from or from Oregon. Hi Jessica. Hi Jessica. Hi. Um. Well, I'm calling today. Um. Just to kind of, I I need some, I need some assistance, maybe, kind of putting some pieces together here. Um. I'm. There's some things I've been seeing, and they're very, very new. Um. So I just kind of wanted to call and, and. speak them out loud and, and, and see, you know, kind of what connection someone else might be here. Uh-huh. Um, Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so um, I think the last time we talked in January, um, I kind of had this, uh, just this realization that, you know, every time we've done the year long retreat, I, something will drop in, to kind of focus on even within that. And what dropped in this year is expression, me being able to express myself like authentically, you know, as the authentic human being. And I'll be enough, you know, that's, that's what we've been focusing on a lot um, with the retreat as well. So I think with these past couple weeks where we're looking at we're really watching like the speaking and the listening and especially this week, like really looking at where, you know, when we, when we choose to speak, what is like, what is the intention behind that or like what's going on with that? Um, I'm noticing a number of things and they're not new, but, but I feel like, like, you know, suddenly practice feels kind of new for me because I'm seeing them in a different way. Um, I'm seeing this constant evaluation, um, like constant. I mean, all the time. <laughs> so, um, my my profession, you know, for the way I make my money is, is as a therapist. So I'm talking and listening all day long, um, and I. You know, I bring, I've already, like, you know, practice is married to that, so it's not new to bring practice, like, or to have practice present um, while I'm doing that, but I'm just, I'm just noticing, like, I never have before this intense, constant, um, I can't think of another word, just evaluation, like, am I... Am I saying, like, you know, what? Uh, evaluating what I'm saying, evaluating the way it was received, evaluating whether it's having the impact that I wanted it to have, you know, just like, just non-stop evaluation, conversation, and then of course all the sensations in my body.
4: Mm-hmm. So, just so noticing egocentric karmic conditioning, self-hate. At a level that you haven't noticed it before, accompanying everywhere all the
6: time. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. and I think it's becoming really obvious because I mean because we're doing the practice and because, um, like like life is kind of going well, you know. (laughs) Like I started my own business, I have my own private practice, I'm working from home, I love the people I'm work, like all these things are going well, and yet. I'm still feeling all of that, all of the suffering that comes from that, you know, um, that evaluatory, is that a word?
2: <laughs> that, that evaluation like, conversation. Yeah.
6: Okay, yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah, uh, Yeah. so, so
4: yeah. if you look at uh, for, like, your life from an expanded awareness perspective, it's all going well. There's a great sense of well-being, <laughs> not just – a sense of well-being but also all of the things in your life are going in a good direction and yet there is that voice that is contrad- contradicting all of that or not even contradicting it sounds like it's just an evaluation and I, I is it evaluating you on the it, it, you know is, is is it is it just that sense of discomfort uh Jessica that there is an evaluation going on and there's that discomfort of knowing that something is watching you and judging you and monitoring everything you're doing and commenting on it or is it much mm-hmm. more gross in the self-hating way of well you're just doing it wrong
6: no yeah thanks for for asking that that distinction um so that's the interesting thing too like the self-hate is so I mean, it's just been transformed. Of course, it's still there, but there's there's mm-hmm. so much less self hate. It's not that it doesn't have that quality anymore, um, mm-hmm. which is which also still surprises me that it's you know it's happening. It, I think it's I think it might be more of the first thing you said that mm-hmm. it's like I'm not even I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I'm just gonna say this. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but it's it's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> See, and there it is, right there. Like, I don't know if I believe it or not, even when it says it. But it's like, I just I guess maybe I'm noticing how much of my attention is captured by that, and the tiny part of me that that maybe is still believing it and is still identified with it. Like, that is it. it feels so magnified right now. Like, it it uh-huh. feels. Um, Yes. If, I don't know, does that make sense? Yes, well, let me
4: reflect what you just said, right? So okay. there's uh, an entire year-long retreat week after week after week where what we're practicing is attention on awareness. So the awareness mm-hmm. is expanded, is, is being you know attended to, right? There's attention on mm-hmm. awareness, and so there's, what is happening is a lot of noticing. And mm-hmm. so there's an awareness of that conversation, all the time, so mm-hmm. perhaps it's always been there and you haven't noticed it, or it's there now and you're noticing it. But your experience right now is that you're noticing it, and you're yeah. noticing the volume of it, and you're noticing the quality of it. Right? It's accompanying you everywhere, whatever you do. Yes, it's just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if this is your experience or what you were pointing to. You said something a minute ago where your attention is shifting, right? So there's the attention on the awareness and you're aware of the conversation and then the Mm. attention shifts to the conversation and the conversation is still there, right? So it's not even as if, I mean, I don't know if your experience is simply that um, perhaps seeing through it is more familiar than aware of it. And that's
6: Mm. the experience you're
4: having, right?
6: can you say that one more time
4: well we are, just the last about, part am I, seeing, yeah, am I seeing through conditioned mind or am i looking at it so right now <sighs> there might be just the fact that attention on awareness allows the conversation to be looked at and in awareness while they are doing other things right or where there's uh, everything happening in the field of awareness and so it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you feel evaluated, just that evaluation is there.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the kind of, then where that goes, okay, let me sit with this for a sec. Um. Yeah, then where it tends to go is like, <laughs> what, am I, what am I trying to say? Like, okay, here's what I, actually. Uh, scratch that. Here's what I'm noticing, and maybe like ego is just getting a hold of this. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no answer. Like, I was <laughs> you
4: hoping you would go there. <laughs> no, not to make any meaning about it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so you're yeah, right that you're noticing the tendency for eager to go to, okay, it's there, so is it not supposed to be there? If I practice some more, will it go farther away? Will yes. be aware of it? We will it, it right? And so then, but yeah. the practice is simply, okay, there it is. Noticing it, redirect the attention. I'm back here listening wholeheartedly to somebody else in an expanded awareness situation, evaluation, and I'm here, right? But And then Mm -hmm. you just just notice. I mean, it's it's just for wellness practitioners, all they're doing is noticing. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And that's so hard for that conditioned place because I'm supposed to be
6: going somewhere with this information, right? Yes. And I think you're hitting exactly what I'm experiencing. That's very, I I don't know if it's new, but it's new that I'm aware of it again, right? Like, yeah. is I is then I keep like I notice and I'm aware I'm aware I'm aware and then and then there's this like but you have to do something with with like you have to do something and I and I'm not doing any I'm like I'm not doing anything but yeah, okay. but it, there you go <laughs> yeah there
4: you go
6: yeah well and it's interesting right
4: uh, Jessica because at some level if 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 it if that process needs your attention, it, it has to escalate in volume, escalate in intensity, or escalate in some way that will compel you to go with it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then you'll it, pick the karmic groove that you'll fall for the most.
6: Right. Right. So. <laughs>
4: I'm going to ask this question. you noticing it, right? You're yeah. noticing it. Oh, there yeah, goes. yeah. It's asking me to do something about it. Back to attention on awareness. I, I, then, then I'm observing. I'm witnessing all of it, and it's and witnessing the pull towards it, and still having the attention on witnessing, rather than going with what it. Uh, dragging me or compelling me to do is okay. Let's go off into conditioned mind and figure out how to stop the conditioned process
6: of evaluation.
4: unending <laughs> suffering.
6: Mm-hmm. So is that really it? Like that's really it. That's all well, we have we'll to do.
4: Why? Right? like <laughs> <Well, laughs> she's not going to answer this question. Says, yes. Let 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 me try to make sure that I get the question answered. Right. <laughs> It's so, we're so conditioned to want to know, and, and yes. it's so ironic, right, uh, Jessica, because we're in the process of encountering the my- mystery, in living in the um. mystery of the universe, and it's called a mystery for some reason. You don't get to know everything, not yeah. in that way, right?
6: Yeah, and it always comes back to like, well, can then can then I just know that the mystery is okay. Like that's how it's supposed to be.
4: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
6: that's okay. okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, and that I think is why we're practicing the attention, attention on awareness, just simply noticing because all, we're, all what 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 that trains us to do in some place is to be with however anything is. Because okay mm-hmm. is not an externally validated uh, experience. Right. Yeah, it's a it's right. sort of, it's inherent, right? That's really, it, it, if I saw it, I saw it. If right. right or wrong, and somebody external tells me whether seeing that was the right thing or the wrong thing, right? That's the process that we're noticing we tend to go to, mm-hmm. rather than just being with, oh, I noticed an evaluation experience. Huh. Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you said that about the okayness, you know, not being an external thing, I kind of checked in with myself and I was like, even before you said it, I was like, yeah, I'm ta- I mean, I'm talking about the unconditional, right? Like, it's not, it, it's happening. It is. So, that's, yeah. Okay. So, I guess I just keep practicing
4: with <laughs> what? practicing and processing, right? Uh, yeah. right? Uh, because, because when we process, it's what Kim was talking about, picking up the recorder and talking about my experience. I mean, we're so conditioned to believe that we're supposed to be having an experience different from what I'm having that I can't even witness the experience I'm having. It's not supposed to be a a a particular kind of experience. It's just my experience. This is what's going on. This is what I'm seeing.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. And, oh, thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Well, no, oh no, that's just
6: so helpful. That's so he- that that pointer is just really helpful. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and and you started this conversation with an exploration of uh, expression, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Because ultimately. What is, um, I mean, this, is, this, this might be a leap that you might, you know, practice your way to, but the whole thing is I'm not seeing, uh, it's not about what I'm seeing. It is that I'm seeing. What sees is the mysterious. And so then the attention is to, to notice that the attention is being pulled towards all these concrete things rather than with what is, is the experience. Right, that's ultimate mm-hmm. expression. Mm-hmm. What is ex- what is experiencing is what we what is experiencing if the attention is on that. That's the ultimate mystery, right? Hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think that's the you know when the when it dropped in to to focus on it, expression, like, and I hear you say that. That's 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 what I feel like. That's what I'm being pulled toward. Like toward. That's what I'm looking, quote, quote, looking for, right? What you just described.
4: centered on awareness. What does awareness, mm-hmm. aware feel like it notices evaluation? That's what it feels like.
2: Uh,
4: wow. Yeah, or let's just laugh about it, Jessica, and then leave it at that, right? And then just go on practicing because that's it. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well,
4: that's in the flower sermon, right?
6: <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at some just gorgeous flowers too, so it it all feels it all feels right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> it all feels right. That's it. <laughs>
5: Thanks for joining us, Jessica. And that was another fabulous conversation, Ashwin, and I love the laughter. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of a telltale sign, isn't it, of that presence? <laughs> yes,
4: yes.
5: And we have time for one more caller here. Oh,
4: wonderful.
5: Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself?
2: Hi, this is Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi. I haven't called in for quite a while, and
4: I thought, well, I'm just going to call in and connect, (laughs) Mm -hmm,
2: Uh,
4: mm -hmm. because I'm feeling like I really need connection, and um, that's... um, yeah, that's one of the re- one of the reasons I'm calling in is because I'm. Ah, um, oh, sorry, I'm just taking a few moments to kind of take a breath to see what mm-hmm, wants to actually mm-hmm. come out or what wants mm-hmm. to be said. Um, uh, what I've been, yeah, what I, what I've been noticing with me is that I have been feeling very lonely and I am having difficulties finding the connection that I need with other people. and and when this happens, and actually this is something that I've looked at for a very long time because this is something that um, since I have like since I've been dealing with uh, major health issues, it's been something that it may probably even before that I think it's been an issue for me um, that I've all been felt alone in this world and not having the support and connection that I've needed and and though I'm try, I am trying to see how much of that I can give myself, I also notice I need that connection to others as well and when I don't have enough of that connection, then I start. Feeling very unbalanced and unstable, and mm. um, yeah, mm. not very so, connected with myself. Not very, like, it's hard for me to just deal with daily life stuff, which is hard enough with the mm. health issues I'm going through to deal with daily life stuff. Mm. So, you, you know, you yeah, mean, that's
3: where um, that I'm at.
4: Well, here's, the, here's, I'm going to cut to the chase a little bit okay because we've got only four more minutes and this is a very important conversation so I would encourage you to call back perhaps uh, and we'll try to mute you unmute you earlier in the show but would you say let me just ask you this right So when we say we' we're, we're, we're feeling lonely and disconnected um, would it would it be accurate to say that there's a lot of Identification that there's a lot of listening to voices about how alone you are and how how disconnected you feel and how would it would it be true to your experience to realize that that experience is because you're being talked to about those things and you're believing it. I think it? part, yeah, partly yes, and partly it feels like it truly is allow me this that needs where i do really need connections i think it's both it feels like both Mm. well that would be the encouragement to be to explore it right because um if 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 we're not identified and i'm sure you've had this experience if i'm not listening to a voice that says i'm alone there's a way in which i could feel connected to everything in the world because alone is is it's not a physical a possibility. I mean, we have boundaries and skin, and and our bodies end at some place. But, but I'm pretty sure that when you are here, when you feel when you feel true connection, what you're experiencing is the absence of something that is telling you that you're alone and not connected. When I feel disconnected from myself, it's because I'm listening to I'm identified with something I'm not, not with something I am. Because the nature of our authenticity is completely connected to everything, right, yeah mm-hmm. so instead of you know let instead of getting into a, a sort of an abstract discussion, what happens when you record and listen and um, from that perspective of someone who's feeling lonely? Have you had that ability to do a two-handed recording and really talk from that place and see what life would offer? Well, I have, but I might not be doing as much as would be good for me. And there, I do have a very loving voice. That's, you know, my, the loving mentor inside of me does say, you know, I'm here for you. I love you. You know, you mm-hmm. are, um, I really care about you, you know. So I am getting mm-hmm. that. But I'm also yeah, hearing from I, this
7: voice
4: that – sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I think you're, you're putting your finger on it. Go ahead. It, you also and that hear from voice is, that. Yeah, I'm also hearing from that loving voice that saying, yes, it is important that you have enough connection uh, to other uh-huh. people. And, yes, it is difficult to get that. Yes, the people that you – you know, our, your friends don't have much time. And you are doing a lot to reach out. And, yes, that is painful that you're not getting the connection you need. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. am here for you. So that is soothing. And, you know, that does help. But, right. And there's still the other experience. And that's really uh, the process that we would encourage, right, Susan? Because if, if I'm listening to that soothing, loving voice every minute, I, and I'm really listening to and taking in what it's saying—not its words, but its intent. It's available. It's there. It speaks directly to what I need. It's—it's it's mirroring my heart. It's holding my heart. If I'm in that conversation, I—I'm not going to experience loneliness, right? But what we tend to do is—is—is not—not stay in the presence of that voice. But in those other voices that, says, that say other things, that, that basically say, well, you should have X number of people in your life, and they should be here for you in these ways, and you don't. And so there's something wrong with that. So that if, if we don't train ourselves to choose what we attend to, and choose not to believe those voices that will say anything to make me miserable then we'll have the experience of our attention. And so your intuition that uh, continuing to attend to the loving voice and really listening for its intent, not its words, might actually give you a different experience and to do more and more of it. That if, if, if I really want to be in a conversation of encouragement and support, I want to be in that conversation every minute of the day, not 10 minutes when I do a recording, and then have the rest of the time be available for whatever it is that conditioned mind wants to say or do to me. Yeah. So I guess what you're saying is every time that comes up to make sure I take the recorder and just listen to that loving voice and put all my attention on that. Yeah. To turn to the mentor. And then something will shift. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. As Kim just, 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 you know, walk us through, it will shift because if attention is on, neg- on the negative voices, my experience is going to be negative. I'm going to be miserable. Even if, within quotes, what they say is true. In my life, there are no, there, there's nobody who's calling me. There's nobody who's talking to me. I'm not walking with anybody, and that's wrong, right? It, it, it's going to use anything in your reality to make you suffer. And if we're going with the unconditional, whatever your reality is, you are in that experience in that loving embrace of, the, the, the truth of your of authenticity, right? And so, uh, yeah, to pick up the recorder and allow wisdom, love, and compassion to give you the reassurance that you're seeking that it's always there. And it's true because when you pick up the recorder, it's always there. So actually there's a possibility of giving myself everything I need and not needing other people
6: or, well, you
4: know, in I the think game, there's, a, um, there's still I, that voice in my head that's a little confused. Yes. It's like, does that mean I yes. don't
6: need other people?
4: Yes, we don't want to listen to that voice because I think that question is not going to be helpful, right? Because if I say yes, it's going to say no, and if I say no, it's going to say yes. <laughs> so, like <laughs> we're talking with Jessica, right? There is no one uh-huh. who needs anything. It, a statement like that sounds bizarre to someone who's identified with being somebody, but. Um that might be a conversation for a different time, Susan, because we're at the top of the hour, but to just okay uh t- take from this conversation that what what I do every time I hear a voice that says you're alone and nobody is there to give you what you need, turn your attention to the wisdom, love and compassion that says, I'm here and I can give you everything you need. You don't you you know, I'm right here for okay. you. Tell me how I can Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sorry, what were we right.
4: Well, yeah, just whatever the mentor has to say, for, say to you. And it sounds like you have a solid relationship there and can turn to it and keep practicing that relationship and see where that, okay. where that takes you. Okay, that's what I'll do. And the other questions, I'll just be like, okay, I don't need to answer those. <laughs> those They're all voices. Not we don't need to listen to any voices. That's right. <laughs> Okay, even, even if it's, reasonable if it's a reasonable sounding one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. I'll do that, and then I'll call it another time. And, and Yes, um, do, please do. Yeah, and then maybe continue this. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you so you much. You take care, Susan. so happy. Bye-bye. Thank
5: you. Thanks for joining us, Susan. And Ashwini, another fabulous conversation to end a great show.
4: Indeed. We're so lucky.
5: (laughs) Yes. Thank
4: you. Let's do it again next week.
5: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And go happy.